What are some takeaways from the Spurs loss to Memphis? Will this team ever turn the corner? And we're going to put our guests in the Locked On Spurs therapy couch. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Fire San Antonio. Glad to have you all back. You guys are the everydayers. We appreciate you coming back right here to Locked On Spurs. And by the way, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Hopefully you had a great one getting uh, 2024 off on the right foot. Hey, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Ken's Five Plus app, Spotify. The list goes on and on. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app today, right now. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDON for 20 bucks off your first purchase. So what are we talking about today? I'm going to give you some quick takeaways from the Spurs' loss to Memphis. They're going to bring in our guest, uh, Raul Dominguez, AP sports writer here in San Antonio. We're going to be discussing whether or not the Spurs will ever turn the corner this season. And then he's going to go to the Lockdown Spurs therapy couch to get some things off his chest about what's bothering him about the silver and black. But about last, they lost to Memphis 106 to 98. Spurs fall to 5 and 28. They'll next play the Bucks in San Antonio Thursday night. What are some takeaways? Well, you know, the first one, I'm sort of the Memphis side. First takeaway is that I had highlighted in my preview that the Spurs have to watch out for two players because they seem to be Spurs killers John Morant and Desmond Bain. And sure enough, that's what happened. Those two guys had themselves a game combining for 50 points on the night. You had Desmond Bain take over in the third. You had John Moran take over in the fourth. Uh, those are two guys that the Spurs needed to key on. The Spurs did not. Takeaway number one, exactly that. They allowed two guys that historically have cooked the Spurs in their career, and they let them run wild in the second half. Go figure the second half blues for your Spurs. So, you had a healthy dose of those two guys in the second half to push and uh, put away San Antonio uh, for good. Now, takeaway number two, credit the Spurs. I'm starting to see a pattern here. Um, they're making kind of furious comebacks in the late game situations. You know, this Spurs team could have laid it and died uh, versus Memphis in the second half. You're looking at just the uh, second quarter alone. Memphis outscored them 27 to 17, and then they outscored them in the third. 33 to 28. So they're already in a hole, but this team really furiously fought back and almost could have made things interesting. If you're looking for progress, if you're looking for signs that this team is getting better little by little, I think this is one of them. We saw that versus Portland, you know, that furious comeback. We saw it now uh, against Memphis last night, a little bit of a push late in the game. They didn't die and just wilt. So I, I like what I'm seeing. I hope this is a good trend. So takeaway number two, the Spurs are not simply just wilting away. They're actually coming back to fight. Takeaway number three, win by Yama. And what I mean by that, look, he had himself a game, 20 points, seven rebounds, four blocks. But not necessarily what he did, but what his teammates are doing. They're looking for him. Several times in the break, you saw players, where's Wimby? You know, he had Sohan dish it out to him for a dunk. Vassell looking for him in a pick and roll. Uh, Trey Jones, the list goes on and on. They're looking for him. They know they have a massive advantage with uh, Wimby in Spurs uniform. So you're, I'm liking where this team is going as far as 
looking to Wimby as the first option. Now, is it still a work in progress? Of course it is. But you're starting to see that kind of take over now. So, yay, Spurs, you finally get it. You got a seven foot five phenom in uniform. Might as well take advantage of that height and length. And the Spurs are starting to do that. Again, no Wimby in a good, 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 uh, good Audi. Keep in mind, he was and he still is on a minutes restriction. Popovich spoke about that after the game. So uh, who knows what he could have done with he was not on a minutes restriction. Uh, quick side notes Malachi Branham uh, got hurt in the game. He was out for the remainder of the game. We got hurt in the first half. Popovich did say afterwards that the team missed him, Malachi, as well as Zach Collins. Uh, but Pop did say he did tip his cap to the team's effort, um, that they played pretty good defense. But uh, turnovers, I think they had Spurs at 16 turnovers. You can't do that. And you let two guys that are notoriously Spurs killers kill the Spurs, John Moran and Desmond Bain. So that can't happen. Spurs, as mentioned, will next face the Bucks, And, uh, yeah. Tall task ahead. But we finally, hopefully, get to see Giannis versus Wimby. That, that'll be fun to watch. Coming up next, we're going to bring in our guest, Raul Dominguez of the AP uh, Sports Writer here in San Antonio. We're going to be discussing uh, if the Spurs will ever turn the corner this this season. And he has some things to get off his chest. So you're going to put him on the lockdown Spurs therapy. Couch. I just want to talk about FanDuel. Look, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get themselves 150 bucks in bonus bets, guaranteed. When those customers place a five dollar bet, that's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. What more do you need to go check out and download the the FanDuel app right now? The app is easy to use, uh, so many different ways to play and bet. You know, you could do on the same game, uh, well, live same game parlays. You can find bets with the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. That's the best way to find popular parlays and so much more. I mean, they got it all. I mean, there's no excuse for you to not download it. Now's the perfect time. NFL action is still going on. NBA season is uh, marching forward. Get on the action with FanDuel. You want to visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Hey, guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. And we are back right here on Locked On Spurs, finally joined by my uh, colleague in the Spurs media room. He is Raul Dominguez, the AP sports writer. Make sure to follow him on X. At Dominguez Cinco. Speaking of X, apparently he also attends the Xavier Institute of Higher Learning. I found out he's part of the varsity club. You know, I, I saw his jacket earlier, very envious of it. So, uh, by the way, Raul, if you could have one mutant power, what would it be? Well, it uh, probably be Wolverine's um, ability yeah. to heal. Yeah, it'd be awesome, right? Can you imagine just regenerating every <laughs> single time? For me, I'm torn between. Flight as a mutant power, or uh, something about Cyclops' eye beams. I like, mm-hmm. yeah, something about those opti- optic beams that he has. I really would love to have. But enough yeah. of the nerd talk. You're not here for that. You're here for silver and black, and that's what we're gonna do right now. Um, look, Raul, it's it's not the best seasons. You know, five wins so far on the season, and that's it. That's it. But earlier in the season, I think you, me, a lot of fans thought they were gonna turn the corner. With those mm-hmm. pair of games in Phoenix, 
Calvin Johnson steal, literally steals the game away. And then, of course, the Spurs handle business the next game. But that's it. Do you think this team will get there this season? Do you think we'll reach that turn-the-corner point of the season? Um, usually, uh, like in years past with Pop, he's always tried to have, gear them so that way that they're playing, they're playing their best ball at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And typically, it's you know back then it was leading to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be something similar, but um, I think the second half, maybe the last month, month and a half, I think they can be playing really well. But yeah. um, at that point, you know, it's yeah, you know, it's just going to be kind of a lost season anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, like I said, it's almost like a classroom with Pop. Like you mm-hmm. know, he wants them to kind of have this learn- learning curve. Um, so I, I think they're going to do better, but. Uh, that point of the season is going to be kind of lost. And mm-hmm. um, at that point, you know, fans may not want them to be better, you know, because with <laughs> the number one pick, they may say, Hey, you know, we, you know, we yeah. want you to lose more games and at this point, why don't you just lose? So uh, they'll definitely get better. I think uh, second half, once they get the rotations down a little bit more, once these start, guys start getting confident uh, in each other, uh, understand the roles a little bit more. Uh, I, you know, I definitely think the last month and a half, maybe two months, um, they're going to, I think they'll start firing uh, more right. on all cylinders. Yeah, I, I don't see that turning the corner coming up anytime soon. You have um, a loss of Zach Collins for two to four weeks, according to Popovich. A lot longer than I expect. I did not expect him to say that, two to four yeah. weeks. So he's out for a while. So that puts a dent in the rotation. Uh, obviously, you have Bassey, who's out for the whole season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just think, you know, now they got to deal with a new lineup, new rotations. Now that Zach's out for a while. So that's going to put a dent in things. You look at the schedule, and I was looking at this. I said, "Okay, let me throw some games out." Mm-hmm. You know, so they got they got Memphis last night, but we won't count that one. All right, I don't think they'll turn the corner against the Bucks uh, this uh, Thursday. I think Bucks come in and just handle business. Spurs at Cavaliers. No, no, I, I don't think. I think it maybe be a tight game, but I don't think they'll use that as a jumping off point. Here's mm-hmm. interesting though. Spurs at Pistons Wednesday, January 10th. The Spurs don't many don't have many slump buster teams on their schedule because the Spurs are the slump busters for other teams. Do you think that Spurs team could really look at that game and be like, you know, that's where we're going to get out of this rut and we're going to push forward? Detroit is that shockingly worse than San Antonio this season. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I know. I can tell by your smile. Gonna, you're going to say yeah, yeah. anybody's parade, but. Uh, one, you got Monty Williams, and Monty Williams obviously knows the Spurs system. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, he, he's always very competitive against Pop. Mm-hmm. He loves Pop, but you know, uh, sort of that, uh, you know, student mm-hmm. uh, teacher role. So I think Monty's going to have him fired up. I think the Pistons aren't going to want to be the worst team in the league. I yeah. think they're going to want to win that game. Uh, Kate Cunningham, you know, one number one pick against Victor, another number Absolutely. one pick. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I don't know. I, I yeah. I don't it's know if they're going to be able to turn that one. You, yeah, you you look at the schedule and you're like, yeah, I don't know if it'll ever happen sooner than later. I do agree with you. I think later on in the season it'll happen. You know, there's a lot of factors that you know that come into that. But the biggest one, I think, you nailed on the head. You know, if they got to the point now, like, screw it, let's just worry about the lottery now. And I mm-hmm. think that'll probably happen ultimately. But. Yeah, you look at that game against the Pistons game. Then after that, it's Spurs Hornets, Spurs Bulls, Spurs Hawks, Spurs Celtics again. Uh, it doesn't get any easy. This is a team, a Spurs team, that you can't 
you even look at Spurs Wizards and be like, okay, Spurs got that one because this Spurs team has proven time and time again, they're you're more you're better off betting against them than you are for them. Mm-hmm. And it may be a while, uh, you know, before the Spurs uh, get things going. But here's a little curveball in all this, Raul. Do you think this year's rodeo road trip might push them to turn that curve sooner than later? Um, so you know what they say. They say they say that the rodeo road trip is when everything clicks. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think that will happen? You know, last last year, last year's road trip didn't didn't go very well. Mm-hmm. I think they won. I think one game, maybe two games, that whole series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to help in, in in terms of they're going to be. You know, together the almost the whole road, mm-hmm. you know, road trip. I, I don't remember. I think sometimes they'll come home for a day or two, or yeah, they, you know, yeah. but for the most part they stay they stay on the road the whole time. That's always good. It always uh, leads to a little bit more bonding. Um, you know, uh, they get to uh, you know be around each other all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that helps with the chemistry uh, on the uh, on the court as well as off. Uh, this group seems pretty tight knit, but at the same time, I, I sometimes it feels like they're still kind of walking on eggshells around each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they want to do the right thing and then, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're not doing the right thing, but it seems like they're always sort of uh, almost more so like, you know, um, am, I, am I doing right by so-and-so? Am I doing right by so-and-so? Right. Am I doing right by me rather than just yeah. going out just playing? Uh, so I think oh, that, yeah. that'll definitely help them with the road, rodeo road trip. That 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 could be a, a good turning point for them. Um, I think the all-star break is going to be good for them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of get away, clear their heads. Um mm-hmm. Like I said, I think we talked about it before. You know, the big thing with this group to me is uh, maybe just relax. Like I said, last year's team, you know, because nothing was expected of them. They they were very mm-hmm. relaxed. You know, they go go down by twenty, they come right back. You know, and either win the game or close to winning the game. This year it seems like once they go down, they they yeah, stay they down. You know? yeah. 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 So um, you know, I, I think I think as the season goes along, also, you know, maybe once the, the expectations sort of diminish and, and uh, a little bit more, I think they'll start easing up. Yeah. Uh, you know, but right now I still think everyone's kind of like, oh, you know, you have Wimby, you know, you should be, yeah. you know, some people think, oh, you should be battling for a title, but, you know, this is still the youngest yeah. team, youngest team in the NBA. They should be playing college ball, you know. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, I'm, I'm probably a fool for even thinking this, and maybe I am because I should know by now, but I really thought the pair of games in Portland – were a turning of the corner moment. I mm-hmm. really did. I said, okay, they they beat Portland. Yay. Way to go, Spurs. Congrats. And they showed a lot of fight in the second game and made it somewhat of a game in the second mm-hmm. half. Ready to come back. They they were the more physical thing. I said, okay, okay, they split in Portland. But you know, I spoke to Malachi and uh Champagne um the following uh that that set set that Portland set there and both were like yeah you know we split but Ooh, there were a lot more pros than cons coming out mm-hmm. of that two-game set. But then what happens? They go up against Boston and then just get the you-know-what beat out of them. I mean, it was just – I mean, we witnessed a murder in, in, mm-hmm. in, in the Frostbank Center that night. People were leaving at the end of the third in droves just exiting mm-hmm. out. Now, okay, maybe it was New Year's Eve, fine. But the point is, yeah, I, I mean, I really thought that Portland set was it. I think that was foolish for me, wasn't it, uh, Raul? Uh, I mean, they look good. It just, you know, yeah. Boston. I mean, Boston is, is, uh, yeah. you know, they it's have so much, good. they have so much con- continuity. I know that they just brought in, you know, Porzingis and they've made some changes, mm-hmm. but 
that core group, you know, is, is, uh, you know, with Tatum, Tatum and Brown and, you know, even Derek White now, it's like there, there, there's Boston knows who they are, you know, before it used to be like, Oh, you know, can Tatum and Brown play together? And, you know, but now it's like they work so well together and that whole team just clicks. Like uh, yeah, they it, do. Doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, Coach Missoula is, is, to me, he's one of the most underrated coaches in the league. I mean, he is excellent. And, mm-hmm. and I knew when they came in, I know I knew it was going to be a case of where Boston comes in, you know, a little taking uh, San Antonio lightly, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Joe wasn't going to, wasn't going to allow that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I think uh, Portland could be a turning point, but, you know, the very next game you have is against Boston. I think Boston is the best team in the NBA right now by far. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, once, you, once, once you go into there, like any momentum you had dies against yeah. Boston, uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> their, their next game, you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, their next few games, uh, how they do, but um, could be could be a turning point, Portland. Yeah, but it definitely they, they definitely need to sort of forget about the Boston game because there was yeah. no way they were going to win yeah. that game. Yeah, no way. You know, outside of the Memphis game, but you know, you got the Bucks coming up in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting kind of like what happened against Boston, Dame and uh, Giannis. I mean, if I mean, obviously, I think all eyes will be on Giannis versus Wimby. I think that'll probably be your only best appetizer of the game because other than that, I'm expecting another beatdown. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the, these teams come in and they will just I don't know if it's just San Antonio lying down dead or just teams are that strong, but they really come in and put the wood to uh, San Antonio. I'm hoping, you know, again, maybe be foolish here that Spurs Piston matchup may, you know, shake the cobwebs out of them and, you know, they, they get it right. But I am not betting on that happening. But I do, like I said, I do circle back to what you said. I think two things are going to happen. They click towards the end of the season, which is already all too late, or they just know what it is by that point and be, okay, let's get the lottery odds up. So mm-hmm. one of, I think the, one of those two things will happen. But as far as turning the corner anytime soon, anybody, everyone, that's probably not going to happen. Coming up next, we're going to, you know, we're going to give uh, Raul a chance to get on the therapy couch. You know, I'd rather Spurs fans come on and, you know, talk about their feelings in a healthy, productive way. So we're going to ask Raul, what's been bothering him the most about this Spurs team so far this season? We're going to put him on the therapy couch right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. But before we continue chatting with Raul, I want to talk to you about game time. You want to go to gametime.co right now, everybody. Look, you shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets uh, to your next big event, whether that be a music event, a theater, a comedy, just whatever it is. You need that ticket. You want to go to game time right now. It's the fast and easiest way to get tickets for everything you're looking for in your area. You got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And that low price guarantee is not just that. They got event cancellation protection, job loss protection. They got it all at game time. They got flash deals, zone deals. What are zone deals? Basically, you pick the zone, the section. Game time will pick your seat. That's about an 18% savings on your tickets. Uh, look, if you can find a price in the same section of row for less, get this. Game time will even credit you 110% of the difference. There's no excuse for you to not go get your tickets from game time. You want to do that right now. So for big savings, easiness, you know, all in views of your seats and all those prices up front, no hidden costs. 
That's why Game Time is number one. Download the Game Time app right now. Create an account. Use code Locked On for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Now again, create an account and redeem code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Wolverine. He is the AP. Oh, sorry, that's not Wolverine. I thought that was Wolverine. No, that, that's Raul Dominguez. He is with the AP. He is the AP sports writer out here in San Antonio. And uh, we're welcoming him back right here on Locked On Spurs. You know, Wolverine probably should get on the therapy couch for his anger management. But, you know, we'll, we'll put you in the couch mm-hmm. this time, uh, Raul. So we've been doing this little segment every once in a while here in Locked On Spurs where our guest gets things off their chest. You know, lets things out, you know, so they can have clear mind, clear, clear, you know, nothing heavy weighing on them about the local team, the Spurs. Raul. Get on that couch. What's been bothering the most uh, about the silver and black team so far this season? Boy, there's, there's quite a few things. Um, <laughs> a scroll comes out. Yeah. Um, like I said, I think we sort of talked about it, um, you know, amongst ourselves in the, in the media room. It's just, it, it's a bit surprising that, you know, last year's team was, was really scrappy and, you know, obviously didn't have uh, it's similar, the, ta- the, the roster is similar to, la- to this season's roster is similar to last mm-hmm. year's, but you know, obviously you had uh, Wembanyama, um, mm-hmm. but last year's group was real scrappy. They fought, um, you know, won some games. You you thought they didn't have a chance to win. Uh, were in some games you didn't think they had a chance to win. It's like they were a real scrappy group. And this year's group, it's like they they you can tell the efforts there, but for whatever reason, it's not clicking the way it used to. You know, like last mm-hmm. year. I, I don't know if that's because teams are, are taking them, uh, aren't taking them lightly. Um, maybe they were a little more relaxed last year because, you know, not as much was expected of them. But it's just sort of surprising, you know, that, that, that uh, this group seems to be, is, is, is definitely struggling more than they did last year, even though they've got this superstar talent, uh, yeah. potential superstar talent in Wimbanyama. Uh, you know, I, I thought that they would be um, – Record-wise, I thought they'd be a little bit better, but I also thought that you know they'd be playing better. Uh, yeah. Right now, it just seems like they're they're still trying to find out who they are. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, you got the the seven foot three, you know, uh, you know potential yeah. superstar. Prodigy, that, should, yeah. that should be your yeah. identity right there. Uh, that was another thing, you know, just sort of getting him the ball. It seems like at times, uh, you know, usually they always talk about you know if your big man's running, you, you reward him with the ball. Yeah, and there are times when he he doesn't touch the ball. Like he'll go two, three, four possessions without even touching the ball. Um, you know, uh, when they had Tim, you know, the offense usually ran through Tim. Even if Tim didn't take mm-hmm. a shot, you know, you get yeah. Tim the ball, and then you know people, players would just kind of reset around him. Um, that's not really happening right now. Um, so that's another thing where I'm just sort of surprised by that. I, I know that they're working uh, on trying to get him the ball more. I know they've talked about we need to get him the ball more. Um, you know, but you have a seven foot three guy with this, exactly. arm, you, know, you know, just lob it into him or something, you know, but, but obviously, you know, I, you know, I'm five foot eight. So obviously I've never played in the NBA. So maybe it's tough <laughs> what I think, Yeah, but um, that's a little surprising. Like at that point. Um, and then also, I, I just think that right now the players are still 
trying to figure out their roles and, and uh, uh-huh. you know, having some people go to the bench, having you know some people start. Yeah. I think that's that's part of it. They're still trying to figure out what it is that they need to do. Um, you know, but then I was also thinking about it like Devin, you know, Devin, I think only played like 38 games last season, you know, so I'm sure he's still trying to figure out, you know, uh, what his role is and what he what his best strengths are, you know, because he didn't play a lot last year. Uh, you know, so he's still trying to mesh with everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Kelvin's coming off the bench now. You know, Zach's coming off the bench now. Uh, Trey's role is different. You know, he was a starter for much of last year. Uh, Malachi, you know, Malachi, I think he didn't really start playing until maybe the second half of last season, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Now he's now he's starting. So, you know, and they're also young. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out or uh, trying to think, well, maybe these are, this is why they're struggling. But, um, you know, like I said, it's just surprising that, that, that they're still, mm-hmm. you know, still, still trying to figure everything out. Um, mm-hmm. and trying to, trying to play as a unit right now. And, and Right yeah. now, it seems, seems like just kind of a, a collection of individuals out there at times. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I get it there with you because I really thought this team would be way better what the record is right now because all you're really doing is just inserting number one pick for the most part. It's not like a major overhaul. It really wasn't. It was still the core, Devin, Jeremy, and Kelvin coming back, Trey coming back. And, you know, if I'm going to hop on the therapy couch, for me, it's how come they're still not starting Trey? That that's still baffling because you know, I know the listeners know the viewers of the show know the numbers don't lie. It's staggering how much better the team is with Trey Jones starting, how much he compliments Wimby, how much he compliments Devin, how much the team just clicks, and they still have him off that bench. You know, if we're in experimental phase, then why not experiment with Trey Jones right now and put him out there? And so what? Experiment with you, one of your younger guys, Blake Wesley, trying to run it, Malachi running it. You know, if we're going to go with that idea of experimentation, then why not? We're already X amount of games in, a little bit, a little 30 now. You know, just go for it. What do you got to lose? Wins? You know, what breaking is losing skids? Yeah. So that for me, what's just baffling is. This team is stacked with some of the best minds when it comes to basketball and that coaching staff and, and their new uh, practice facility. I mean, I've spoken to Julian Champagne about this. He's telling me that it's just state-of-the-art mechanics and analytics and stuff like this. Then the numbers show that Trey Jones is way better, and they're still refusing to come him come off the bench. So yeah. it's just yeah, was, it's baffling. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, if you're going to experiment, you know, I, would, I would love to see maybe uh, C.D. Uh, Sissoko get a turn sure. i mean he, he, yeah i've seen him in austin you know i don't know how much of a uh, he's he's you know been a point guard but he to me mm-hmm. he's, an, he's interesting like he's um you know big body uh plays great defense hustles you know seems to have a, a pretty high basketball iq you know why not mm-hmm. you know uh, him and one by one by yama know yeah, each sure. other you know? i mean why not why yeah. not yeah. yeah why not exactly yeah and look you know, maybe again, you know, they'll come to a point where, like, all right, screw it, the season's toast already, and they're there already. But once they realize it, you know, sure, just throw Trey Jones out there and let's see what happens. Uh, you know, but kudos to Trey doesn't hasn't really made any waves about it. Has you know been very positive about it. Says he supports Sohan when they did the Sohan experiment. You know, still coming off that bench. So maybe it's one of those things where it doesn't matter if you start or. Uh, you know, come up the bench to start the game is how you impact the game. You know, maybe that could be the mindset there. I don't know, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely interesting. 
Yeah. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, Trey is just an amazing teammate. You know, he is great he competitor. Really is. You know, he's so positive. Um, you know, last year when they were going through their troubles, he was, you know, you could tell that it was weighing on him, but he was always was. so positive. Um, yeah. You know, he always, you know, played this. He plays the same. He goes 100% every game, you know, almost every game. So, uh, you know, he, he's he's a if, – if they are going to continue this, he's a perfect guy to do that because he's he's the kind of the player that is willing to accept his role. And I was just thinking about it. I, I could just uh, imagine Trey with the old – uh, second unit, you know, Manu and Patty and those oh guys. Oh my goodness! That, yeah. Yeah. that would have been great to see. Yeah, he he would fit in with any iteration of the Spurs. You know, from the title teams to the bridge with Kawhi, LMA, and Demar to now, uh, he, he just fits in. And and again, just a good person off the court. Mm-hmm. You know, after the game uh, versus Boston, you know, he and I were walking down the tunnel, and we we're talking about New Year's Eve. We were talking about that. He was saying, "Oh yeah, he was, I'm gonna go spend time with my my daughter and my wife." We had a laugh about he doesn't know if his daughter is going to be scared about you know the fireworks going off. But I mean, he's just a genuine guy, so kudos to him. But yeah, I mean, that for me, that's my therapy couch, you know, moment right here is just God, just perplexing. If they were about wins, Raul, so they made it very clear, then wins tend to come statistically with Trey Jones in the starting unit and more with him on that court. But Hey, you know, maybe the Spurs have something up their sleeve. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about uh, this team turning the corner? You think that ever happened this season? Or maybe not till next season. Who knows? Uh, let us know what you think. Also, what's on your mind? What do you want to get off your chest? What, do you, what would you say if you were hopping on these Locked On Spurs therapy couch about the silver and black? We need to hear from you. You can let uh, Raul know on X at Dominguez Cinco. Let him know uh, to take it easy with his retractable claws. If he ever sees you, you know, just to take it easy with you. Raul, what you got cooking on your side of things going on in the AP? Uh, just right now, just covering the Spurs. You know, we uh, uh, covered the uh, Alamo Bowl. That was that was fun to, to cover. That was a great game. And, yeah, speaking of great games, those, those games last night, uh, those college football playoffs, those oh, yeah. were amazing. Uh, last comes down to the last play for both games. I mean, this is – exactly what college football wanted and they, they, mm-hmm. they got it, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, Quinn threw it a little outside on that last pass, but yeah, you know, just a great, great game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, follow him on X at Dominguez Cinco. Hey, make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs where we get your favorite podcast. That is on iTunes, Spotify, the Ken's five plus app, YouTube, the list goes on and on. Hey, Lockdown Sports 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube. Yes. You heard me right. They have that now. Go subscribe to Lockdown Sports Today, hosted by the local uh, host and, of course, the regional host. All there on YouTube, the first ever 24-7 streaming sports channel on YouTube. Go subscribe to it right now. We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully talking about some wins, uh, something new. I believe Mike Jimenez is making his return to Lockdown Sports. He's been absent for a while. I've been doing some dad duties there, uh, Raul. You you understand that. So his, ca- his calendar is cleared up already, so he's going to be jumping on back on. Maybe we'll talk about Sohan. That's always his target. He loves talking about Sohan. So maybe we'll talk about him. (laughs) But for Raul, Logan, Dominguez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.